The Sportzilla Show starts now. I was on my way in here to cancel your show, but the banter you did with that guy. Well, as we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. Make him part of the show. You get that kid in here. We need more laughs on the show. My boss ordered me to bring you on. All right, this is my show, and it's a serious intellectual hour of discussion. Hey, what's up? Where'd you go to college? Syracuse? No sports, no rock, no information for mindless chatter. It's the Sportzilla Show on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Here's Rain and Scoop. Is this Pusha T again? No, this is not. Who is this? This is Eminem Killshot. Oh, okay. Is this beat about to kick? Yeah. All right. Should we wait? Should be. Can we have a dance party? Why not? Twitch.tv slash Talk. You don't want to see that. We're going to sit down for the entire Sportzilla Show. Of quick note, I, I didn't tell you that I was going to add this to our uh, prepared show map, but Jamel Smith, hat trick, 4-1, crunch, over to Providence Bruins. He's going back up at some point. At least it's not going to be the yo-yo Coco, as I said to you early. Corey Conacher wow. been up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. That poor guy, Jamel Smith, has had some games in Tampa Bay, obviously. NHL caliber got sent down right at the beginning of the season, but that Hattie will do the trick. But what a thrill, though. Even though Coco's had to go up and down, you still get to the big show. It's where you want to be. It's what you dream about all your life. And so I'm sure he's happy to do the traveling. Kind of weird to start with hockey, but we're going to get into a lot of NFL stuff here. But yesterday I was teasing you for all the little 2-11 and 11 Giants jabs. We have a little fun with each other, Scoop, I, and the glue guy, Matt. Ten in a row, Knicks. Uh, yeah. They, no, they won. They won. They won. Well, I know. We we were jabbing you about that. Yeah, that too. Because I, I, I said, can't yeah, jab you about it anymore. Well, at least for a day or so. Yeah. Well, I said I, I I've got some crappy teams that I root for, and I really have to live with that. If you would have said in 2018, early last year, that in 2019 the two worst teams in the NBA would be the Knicks and the Warriors, you would go, "Come on, man! No way!" Is the Knicks? M- is the Knicks' most winnable game going to be against the Golden State Warriors on the current West Coast road trip? Well, of course it is. You never would have thought that in a million yeah. years. And yet they still, in pure Knicks fashion, almost lost that. But I wanted to start with hockey really quick because I was teasing you about that. Four coaches had been fired since the last time your Detroit Red Wings had won a game. And then Pete DeBoer of the San Jose Sharks, who my cousin Sean, by the way, lives two uh, two blocks from that arena as a season ticket holder. He was blowing up my phone a little bit about that news. Now, San Jose baby shark, 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 sharks coach is now the fifth. Yeah, and it was funny because last night I'm on Tumblr and I, I follow a lot of Red Wing fan accounts, fans. And that that tweet about the four coaches have been fired since the last Red Wings win, the four was scratched out and a five was handwritten in. Somebody had posted that on Tumblr. So I knew it was coming today when I saw you. This is some heavy, heavy music. This is like a a, a theme, like a mood that's set here. This like, is very somber. It's, it's horror movie. Dark. Music. What's going on in here? You know what somebody's got to do it for Drake with all his Toronto Raptors Nonsense. Sock Some, somebody's got to show up with Pusha T and just have Pusha T stand down the court and look at him. It's like, all right, you know I'm here. I know you're here. You know that I know that you know that I know. Sit down. We're here to watch the game, not you, Drake. 
as Drake gets up and walks out. If I have, if I had the money, like if I just signed Garrett Cole's contract, you know what I would do? I would call up the Toronto Raptors and buy all the seats and ban him from sitting courtside, even if it's for a game. Let alone, I, I'd, I'd buy season tickets. I buy, I just buy them out. The Chode made his own championship ring. Yeah, and they gave him his own custom one to boot. Yeah, well, that wasn't good enough. <sighs> Had to make his own. Dude. Bad look. Let's revisit. Let the, your hair grow a little bit. Grow that stuff out on your face. Let's revisit in a little while the NBA, some Major League Baseball stuff in a few minutes. But what do we do here? Do we switch gears? Do we move on? Is that what we do in cliche sports talk radio? Moving on. NF- Switching gears. NFL. Google searches. All that kind of stuff. You know how it's the end of the year and everybody's got their end of the year lists of this, that, and the other thing and all these things that people look at. Where did I put my Google searches? I've got it right here. I'm surprised yeah, by a is. lot of these. We can start with the athletes. Let's start with the athletes because this is a sports talk or at least a supposedly uh, we center things around sports. Here, a little pop culture thrown in, I assume. Most search athlete of the past year is, and I'm kind of surprised by this, but not. But I am. And it was Scoop Tell him. Antonio Brown, but he's also the most searched person, apparently, along with Jesse Smollett. Uh, uh, apparently a social media makeup artist. Everybody loves these makeup tutorial things online now. James Charles. My can- middle daughter watches them all the time. She has this thing where she can set up her phone, this contraption, and she's got a makeup mirror and a lamp and all of her makeup set up. And I don't ever touch it. I don't go anywhere near it. I'm afraid something's going to bite me. But she can set up the phone sideways so she can watch a makeup tutorial on YouTube and at the same time still she's streaming tunage or she's playing actually her Billie Eilish vinyl lately because you gave that to her for her record player. And that's what she does. She watches tutorials. It's totally true. It's, it's a the, big thing. Wow, it is a huge thing. I'm glad I'm not, you know, I'm glad I don't have to wear makeup. I don't waste my time. You probably have to now that we're on Twitch. It, it wouldn't help. It's, it ain't it's happening. Not help. I'm looking right at the camera. No makeup. Look, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna help. Okay, it's not gonna help. It ain't gonna help any of us. It's this Ichabod Crane head right here. Let's put a pumpkin on a big old jack o' lantern. So Antonio Brown, not just the most searched athlete, but then he's also the most searched person. Then you've got Bryce Harper, David Ortiz from when he was shot. That was a huge story. Andrew Luck when he basically said, "I'm not playing football." What was that? A week before the season, roughly? Yeah. And then Miles Garrett, with that was probably the one in most recent memory where the Mason Rudolph and the, and the, and the you know, that, that the nonsense. Helmet smack. But then you, you can break this down. I mean, there's most search actors, most search movies, most search musicians. I brought up Billie Eilish. She's on that list. Most search songs, TV shows, babies, Baby Yoda, The Mandalorian. Ha. <laughs> You know, that's a fictional race of people that doesn't actually exist for the Star Wars people out there. Somebody tell Brent Axe that's not real life. That's sci-fi. It's a movie. It is. He'll talk about that after four, I'm sure, when he's on the block. Baby Shark, the royal baby, Kim Kardashian. See, I'm not saying anything bad about Brent Axe, by the way, at all. This is called cross-promotion. Yet. Letting you know he's on in a little while. Give it time. Kanye West, baby. Cardi B, baby. Um, Most searched dead people. I mean, it's amazing the different lists that they will compile. And and honestly, with the power of the Internet, what you can keep track of nowadays. Well, Juice World, is the streams are, are crazy now since the weekend. And 
when he died in Chicago. I didn't know who he was. Okay, Boomer, do I get one for that? Millennial. No. Millennial. Did you? You get nothing from me. Did you know who he was? No. You didn't know who he was either? No. Wow, you're like close to closer to his age, though. Yeah. Did you know who he was? Yeah, I knew who he was. Yeah, you, you were like really in tune with hip-hop well, and I, metal. I, I'm and not metal. really, but like, you know, he's been everywhere for about 18 months now, and it's... So I've streamed it. I've listened to it. Where have I been for 18 months then? See, you, you well, just you proved my ki- point. You got kids that are listening to Billie Eilish. They're not listening to Juice World. That's true, too. I and, listen to sports. And Taylor Swift. That's what I'm a, I'm a sports fanatic and, well, you know, Dave Matthews a lot, too. I listened to Springsteen last you, night. Yeah, <laughs> you, you almost had to. I did. <laughs> I listened to Dave Matthews. Conversely, this is our argument we have. I, I listened to Dave Matthews and ESPN Radio on my car ride home. I kind of I listened to a Dave tune and then I flipped at the ESPN Radio after I got that out of my system. Michael Vick is a thing, though. This has been a big deal. Have you caught the news on what's happening with him? And there's a petition. I think it had a half a million signatures. Yeah. The last time I looked, I just misplaced my paper. Yeah, half a million signatures as of last night. People are mad that he is one of the legends, captains the 2020 Pro Bowl, and it's because of the dogfighting thing. Well, and, and this just shows how tone-deaf the NFL is. Why didn't they think about that before they even invited him? I know he rehabbed his image, but that's still all people think about. And he's even got, you know, sort of like a, a mild kiss of approval from the Humane Society who have said he's paid his price and, you know, that he's been working with them to end animal cruelty and dog fighting, But, like... People aren't going to let that go. I think you're absolutely right. It is tone deaf by the NFL to have him do this. It's enough time hasn't passed too soon, even though it's been years. People love their dogs. They love their cats. They love their pets. More than people. They love. (laughs) Listen, clearly, clearly football is the most popular game in America. A hundred and something million people watch the Super Bowl. It's the casual fans because you know what? And, and this is not just an opinion. It's a fact. More people like their animals or their pets or their puppies than like football. That's a fact. So you're absolutely right. It is tone deaf. Yeah, he's paid his debt to society. He went to jail. He's done a ton of work to repair the damage done with the Humane Society. That's absolutely true. But it just it, you say it all the time, Scoop. The optics are bad. And you're going to lose those casual fans in the middle. Passionate football fans they're going to just, I love my dog, but okay, whatever, not a big deal. It's football. But there's a lot of people out there that aren't going to pay attention. Then again, it is the Pro Bowl, and I would also then throw out the question, does anybody at this point pay attention to the Pro Bowl? I think now, no. with the Michael Vick situation drawing attention to it, more people are paying attention to the Pro Bowl this year than they would have normally. I think that's a fair statement. Warning, scoop left turn right here. Okay. Instead of dog fighting and... uh I won't say the word, but chicken fighting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should say that word or not. Uh, instead of that... There's a Family Guy thing with Peter Griffin. It's an ongoing gag in the show for 17 years where him and the chicken fight all the time. And it is hilarious, by the way. Instead of dog fighting, can we just give a bunch of Husqvarna chainsaws to Congress and let them loose in Thunderdome and just lop themselves to pieces? And we start all over with a new Congress? Like every two years, let's just do that. They got to fight their way out of Thunderdome to represent us. Can this be streamed on Twitch? <laughs> like Pel- like Pelosi and McConnell with chainsaws. I would pay to watch that. How, instead of March Madness, set up a tournament. 
there you go. go. There you go. This is the hardcore political coverage that you need from your radio that you're not getting. Would there be Cinderella's throughout the tournament? I don't know if there's anything political about that other than the, the pure uh, joy and amusement of watching 64 <laughs> human beings go at it in a Thunderdome. You know, you set them off with the really creepy music that we use to rejoin and join the airwaves today here on the Sports Illustrated Show. That's what did it. it. It got everything a little bit feeling weird today. Do you know it's Dingling Day today also? Do you know what that is? I wonder why I was grabbing it all day long. No, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with my dingling, your dingling, and Chuck Berry either. You know what it has to do with? You're supposed to, like, dingling, ringling, call up a friend or somebody that was important in your life that you haven't talked to in a long time. You're supposed to reconnect because we're in the holiday season. So I should call some dingling from my past? Basically, reconnect. yeah. That's, and I'm not making this up. Google it. Yeah, there's a, there's, you got to Google somewhere on your oh, phone. On your a uh, more serious note, it's International Mic Check Day. One, two, one, two. Is it? Microphone check. Mic, microphone check. Is it really? I don't know. One, two, one, two. It's December 12th. See? See? He, I don't think he gets it yet. No. Mic check one, two, one, two. It's December Mic 12th. Mic check day. It's 12, 12. Oh, I got okay. That was way over my head. That's got to be a <laughs> he, millennial. He was thing. in another zone. He was man. We got to take a break. I, I, you know, I didn't even realize it was the twelfth of December. I just know it's in the month of December because there's so much going on. Give him a chainsaw. Send him to Thunderdome. We got more on the NFL. There's a Thursday night football game tonight. We want to discuss Ravens and Jets. Obviously, Bills on Sunday night football. There's just so many storylines in the NFL. And we'll talk about a few of them. The Sportzilla Show, ESPN Radio, 97.7 and 100.1. It's the Sportzilla Show on ESPN Radio, 97.7 and 100.1. Here's Rain and Scoop. Watch the next chapter in the Syracuse-Georgetown rivalry with some of the guys who have written the past on twitch.tv slash QSportsTalk. While you're watching the game on TV or listening on TK99 on Saturday, pull up twitch.tv slash QSportsTalk. To hear live reaction from Syracuse legends Roosevelt Bowie, Lawrence Moten, and Eric Devendorf, joined by Central New York's Central's uh, Nico Tamurian, and that'll be shot live from our Armory Square Studios. Tune in Saturday, 1 p.m. for a Syracuse Georgetown watch party only on Twitch.tv/slash Talk. I like Nico; he's a good dude. Yes, street hockey player too with uh, Brent X when the Crunch does that. They do that little tournament thing, uh, the grudge match every year. That yes, you, they do. That uh, Rick DiUlio was a part of from TK99. I've been invited numerous times, and I can never make it work in my schedule, and it drives me crazy because it's usually like Mrs. Rain will have to work, and it's on a Saturday morning, and then I've got all of the 15 kids that I, I have. I, I did a street hockey tournament once when I was living in Columbus. The Blue Jackets did this thing, and we didn't win. I think we lost three straight games, games, and I wanted to die afterwards. Did you score? I did not score. <laughs> I wanted to die. Were you a dirty player? Uh, Were you hip-checking people, maybe stick-checking? No, because I couldn't catch anybody to hip-check. <laughs> well, I would have. I, I, I mean, back in my uh, intramural broomball days in, in college, we were losing the game uh, 11 to nothing. You know, co-ed. We're losing the game 11 to nothing. And I lined this dude up, and I just pasted him into the boards. Almost knocked him over the boards. And my entire team cheered me. They loved me. I, I think we lost 14 to nothing. Yeah, but it was worth it in the end. When it's all said and done, it's worth it in the end. <laughs> I got beers afterwards. 
Scoop, Rain, and the Glue Guy on the Sports Hill Show, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. I'm sorry, we're switching gears and moving on now. Cheesy sports okay, guys. radio cliche. Hey, guys. Sunday night football, the Bills and Pittsburgh. Tough loss last game. However, you got to win this game. Can't worry about that. You got to move on. We're on to Pittsburgh. That's what we're doing. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Bielicek. Sorry. Yeah. Wrong coach. Whew. Bill's Tremaine Edmonds and his brothers are playing in the same game, Scoop. This is fascinating. Tremaine's a linebacker with the Bills. Terrell is a safety with Pittsburgh, and Trey is a running back with Pittsburgh. This has never happened before, correct well, me? Well, it's the first time three brothers will be on the same field in an NFL game in more than 90 years. Been a minute. Last time that happened was 1927. The old Duluth Eskimos. And it was the... Uh, oh, I have the jersey hanging up in my closet. It was... Uh, totally familiar with them. Brothers Joe Cobb and Bill Rudy. Imagine being named Cobb. No. Your first name is Cobb. No, thanks. <laughs> like, wh- who thought that was a good idea? Well, back in 1927, that was a popular name. Women used to get be named Ima. I haven't heard that name in a while. Ima. Imagine the possibilities. I'm a blank. I'm a blank. Well, there was that old story, supposedly. It's it's urban legend. But there was a Texas tycoon named Hog, and he named his kids I'm a Hog and you're a Hog. Get out of here. You made that up. I did not. That was something my parents used to say, and I never believed it was actually true. I don't believe it's actually true. I think that's worth a Google. Somebody's, I'm a Hog and you're a Hog. Somebody, why, would you, why would you do that to your kids? First, this is a story I heard when I was a child, and my parents would tell this story. And I was like, what kind of parent would do that to their child? I don't know. First day of school, uh, I'm a, I'm a hog. They call, you know, this is like a Simpsons bit. Yeah. Alcoholic! Alcoholic! Yeah, you want to like... IP freely! Yeah, you... IP freely! Yeah, you want to hide in your chair. I yeah. need a man to hug and kiss! A man to hug and kiss! <laughs> You've watched a lot of that, The Simpsons, haven't you? Those were taken right out of that old red two-bar tape thing from back in the 90s. You worried about Josh Allen? You think they're going to blitz him? Pittsburgh's going to blitz him? Absolutely, they're going to blitz him. They know he has trouble completing. He struggled against the Ravens. They blitzed him like crazy. He has difficulty completing the long passes. I don't think necessarily he has the weapons. Part of it's him. Part of it's the guys dropping the ball. But the offensive line needs to do a better job. He was sacked six times against the Ravens and hit 12 times. The Steelers, while maybe not having as good of a defense, will approach that. That That's the blueprint. They're going to try and hit Josh Allen. The thing that the Bills' offensive line knows now that they need to do is they need to protect him better, and they, they can't let that happen. And guys have to hang onto the ball when it's thrown to them. John Feliciano, uh, right guard on the Bills, said the entire offensive line knows it's their fault. Up front, we feel like basically we have to do better. Josh Allen went on to say there's no mental block, nothing like that. I don't know where people are are getting this and saying this. I got to go out there. I got to throw better balls, give ourselves a chance to go catch them. I missed a giggity. Uh, He's extremely self-driven, internally driven. He says he wants to complete every the uh, complete the pass every time he puts the ball in the air. No secret, it's been super successful this year, but it's not going to make me shy away from throwing it. And then he goes on and on and on to say that because he went from, I mean, the numbers, uh, he went 
79%, he completed 79% of his passes when they beat the Cowboys, and then he reverted to 43.6% against the Ravens, all due to that blitzing that we just mentioned. So, I mean, I guess you want somewhere in the middle is adequate, right, to go out and beat Pittsburgh, I would assume. I think there's a growth curve here. 60-ish is good, I think right? Josh is going to get better and better at the long ball. You know, everything goes back to the Browns for me. But imagine if the Buffalo Bills had Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. Yeah, for okay? sure. Imagine if they had OBJ to throw to. Imagine if they had Jarvis Landry to throw to. Okay, they don't. They don't, and they still have a better record than the Browns. They got to play New England twice a year, mm-hmm. you know, and they have a better record than the Browns, and they lost to the Browns inexplicably. What's going on with the Browns? Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield backs Odell Beckham Jr. amid reports of the wide receivers' unrest. I, this is like the third day now that this keeps getting headlines, and people are talking about this. They got to put it to bed. They got to focus. They got a game too. Well, they can't put it to bed because reporters are going to ask because there's the Jay Glazer report out there that that OBJ is talking to other players and coaches and saying, "Get me out of here." Baker says, "I've had my own conversations with OBJ, essentially saying we're good. I trust the guy." Uh, and who knows what's going to happen next year? I mean, really? I mean. OBJ could be gone. Baker Mayfield could be gone. You never know. I mean, Baker Mayfield could get sacked in the Arizona game and never play again. I mean, that's always a pot. You don't know. Okay, but the media and reporters, they got to ask these questions. If you have a a microphone and you're at the Browns press conference, you are going to ask that question because you know it's going to gain traction. Anything with OBJ is a headline. He's one of those polarizing players. 59 catches, 844 yards, two touchdowns this year, well below what you would expect as he is considered the benchmark of elite as far as receivers in the NFL. It's not happening for him this year. Plus injuries, he's banged up a little bit. He's got, what, the hip issue. I know he's got that and like maybe a pulled groin muscle. So he's not feeling 100% either. He's not performing at optimal level for numerous reasons. We could go on, but I suppose we won't. I think a lot of the problems in Cleveland center around the offensive line. And that's what you could say to yourselves in Buffalo is that at least we don't have the Browns' offensive line. Because you're able to get some things done and play pretty good football. You have Frank Gore, okay? You know, all time now on the on the list, he's on the Mount Rushmore. Uh, but John Brown's pretty good, but they don't have those... Uh, explosive, very dangerous guys at the at the key talent positions. Scoop, we got to step aside for a break here on the Sportszilla Show in about sixty seconds because the Jets and Baltimore tonight, Thursday night football. How bad are the Ravens going to destroy the Jets? I'd love it if the Jets would win. Be hysterical. I don't think that's possible. Can they tie? That's not going to happen. Levy and Bell I don't want either to win. <laughs> runs for 251 yards to match his 251 bowling game from a, the weekend. Okay, what's your vested interest in not wanting either team to win? You can't be impassioned about the Jets. They're the Jets. Correct, but I don't want the Ravens to win because that would only put the gap between the Ravens and the Patriots even more. Oh, I see. There, there's a serious gap because the Ravens have a good offense and the Patriots don't. I'm not trying to rip on you. You've stated it no, yourself. No, correct. 
That's correct. So it comes down to the defense. Nor do they have any uh, cheating scandals going on. Doesn't Lamar have like a sort of a sore thigh muscle or something like that? Not bad enough that it'll keep him out of the game. But I think I saw the other night where he's dinged up a little bit. But I think I think he's a player that if he was on crutches, there's not much the Jets or a lot of other teams could do to stop him. Well, RG3 on crutches couldn't get out of his own way. Yeah. I, I think that's the danger of that kind of quarterback is that they run and they're going to get hit. Now, granted, he's up there in the, the stratosphere of uh, rushing quarterbacks with Michael Vick now and the all-time greats. I mean, it's it's unparalleled other than Michael Vick what he's doing on the ground. There's a lot of serious discussions as well about you're looking at a potential MVP when the season's said and done with the way he's playing. It's tough to argue they're 11-2, and two, maybe 12-2 and two after tonight. Let's take that break, come back. A lot of stuff happening in Major League Baseball. Nothing happened till like February of last year. It was just a barren wasteland, like a desert, just tumbleweeds. And now it's on fire. So that's next on ESPN Radio, 97.7 and 100.1. It's the SportsZilla Show on ESPN Radio, 97.7 and 100.1. Here's Rain and Scoop. And the glue guy, Matt. So check this out, all right? Steven Strasburg, 245 million, seven years Resigns with the Nationals. That was Monday. Tuesday, Garrett Cole, 324, with an opt-out after five, nine-year deal from the evil empire, the New York Yankees. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. John. John. Pipe down there, Susan. Season doesn't start for a while. You realize um, we're not really that close to pitchers and catchers yet. Not close enough. I think we have to get past the new year. Then you can go... Well, it's about six weeks away. That's when I'm going to really get excited. But at least there's things happening in the offseason. Hot stove, the winter meetings, whatever you want to call it. Brings us to yesterday. Anthony Rendon gets $245 million from the Angels. Seven years. Got the Steven Strasburg contract. So over three days, Scott Boris, super agent that he is, negotiated $814 million worth of free agent contracts. He still got some guys that he represents that are going to make a nice chunk of change. Just think about the commission this yeah. dude's getting. Wow. In, in one year. This is one year. He's been doing this a long time. He is filthy, stinking rich. They brought Andy Pettit, though. How about that power move? They know Garrett Cole was a huge fan of Andy Pettit back in the day. They're having the meeting. The Yankees... All their folks there, their their metrics guy or whatever they call that stuff now, and they got it. They roll Andy Pettit out there. Hey, by the way, uh, you know this guy Andy Pettit? Oh yeah, you watched him as a kid. Hey, let's it drinks all around. Hey, how about that contract, Garrett? Bringing your favorite player in, man, and then of course the analytics guy that they plucked from the Cleveland analytics, Indians. That's it. They plucked him, uh, Blake, and uh, was it Rob Blake is that his first name? But they bring him in. He's very impressed by that. And when it's all said and done, I think he wanted to be a Yankee. Because I think the Dodgers the Dodgers got housed with free agents. They were going after or at least talking to all these guys, and they're not getting the premier guys. And I wonder why that is. Because they can't finish the job? Because they always crap out when it gets comes to the World Series? Did the Yankees have to pay extra because he was going to have to shave his beard? You wonder, is that was that part of it? The extra twenty four million is to shave <laughs> two and a half million a year to shave your beard. He negotiated that. And that wouldn't that be funny if there was actually a conversation about that? You I I wouldn't be surprised. Or the, or did they just they go gotta let that thing go, the Yankees. You, Come on, let that shaved 
face thing go? You won't shave? Oh, we don't want you then. Can you imagine saying that to him? I mean, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Look I at- hope he keeps his beard and he's the guy that breaks the tradition. Did you ever notice though CC Sabathia would occasionally let it go for a few days and he was not by any means clean shaven? There were times that that was the case and I'm like, you're not going to tell us. What are you going to do to CC? Leave him alone. He's the, he's the, He's the player that keeps that clubhouse together. He was the leader of that team, him and Brett Gardner, who did resign. We'll get to that in a second. So top average salaries, 2009 as compared to 2019. Major League Baseball, your average batter, $27.5 million. Top salary now, $35.5. Pitcher, $23 million to now $36 million. In the NBA, a guard went from $20.8 million, these are the elite guys, obviously, to $42.7 million in 2019. Forwards, 19.7 to 41. Centers, 20 to 31. NFL, QB, elite guys, 18, now 35. Running backs, 14, now to 15. Hmm, what's the value on the running back position? If anything, if that's the only, if you base this on percentages, there's not as much of a value on running backs as there used to be. That's clear. Read no, they're going to draft a guy, replace you, yeah. and spend money elsewhere. Read between the lines. Wide receivers, $16 million to twenty two, a little bit more value there. Uh, defensive ends, 15 to $23 million. Defensive backs, 15 to 15 Might be valued a little bit less than your running backs. Interesting with the hierarchy of positions is in the National Football League. NHL. Forwards have gone from nine and a half mil to twelve and a half mil. Uh, goalies six point eight mil to ten point five mil. That's the salary jumps over the last decade in the four major sports, and that's all because of TV. Yeah, really, it's it's the contracts absolutely giving these teams more money in their pocket to pay these guys a little bit more. But I don't know that that revenue stream is going to be as juicy forever. I don't think. That's a well you can go back to over and over and over again. Because, look, it's splintering. You know, there's more and more networks. We're watching on the phone. We're watching on the iPad. They don't know how to measure that. You could go on Amazon and watch certain games now. You can go on Facebook and watch games now. And I don't know that that – but my people my daughter's age, your daughters, do they even care about sports – my daughter's boyfriend, he didn't really care. You know, like, I, they live in Philadelphia. They're a mile and a half from that beautiful complex of stadiums and arenas. They don't go. And I can't get them to go to a Phillies game or a 76ers game with me or to go see the Flyers. Eh, you know, Dad, I don't sport. You know, I just don't know if, if the, uh, the interest continues to keep these salaries on the rise to keep these television contracts on the rise. Adopt me, right? <laughs> I'll sport with you. We'll uh, we'll go uh, have one weekend. Scoop, adopt me. I'll go. I'll go to any one of those I, games. I don't even like those teams. I, I'm I'm not a Philadelphia sports fan in the slightest. I'll go to any one of them. I'm hanging out there a little bit over Christmas, so I just checked to see if I could go see Joel Embiid. Well, they're. After Christmas, they're on the road. Listen, I'll go, yeah. to, I'll go to Tropicana Field to watch a Yankees game. It's the biggest dump of any arena that any professional sports team plays in. I'll still go because it's fun. What is the dumpiest place you've ever watched a, a professional game? Oh, wow. That's a tough call. Uh, the Trop. Because right away, to my mind, it's the old Chicago Stadium where Michael Jordan played for years. I went and saw a Blackhawks game, and I was in the very last row 
of the lower deck. And I'm not kidding you. There is literally next to me two seats, one of which has a huge concrete pillar directly in front of it. It was an obstructed view <laughs> seat. Did you get a cheaper ticket? And then there was a wall next to it, like with a seat. So, like, you could, if you leaned the one way, you'd be in the lap of the person next to you who's also trying to look by this concrete pillar. And then the second deck hung so low that I could barely see the top of the head of the goaltender, the Blackhawks goaltender. Did you just say so hung thinking, so low? What's that? Did you just say hung so hung low? Hung so low. Continue. That's I didn't my, mean that's interrupt my, you. my uh, K-pop alter ego. That's hilarious. Uh, but, like, it was that second deck was hung so low. I'm thinking <laughs> if Michael Jordan goes up for a dunk, I, I'm going to – I can't even see him do it. Because it was so – the view was so terrible, and it was so dingy and concrete. I mean, they had they replaced that ultimately with the United Center. You lost me a hung solo. Major League Baseball, Didi Gregorius is now a Philly. That's been a deal for a couple of days. Brett Gardner has resigned two years in an option with the Yankees. Austin Romine, he's going to the Tigers. He signed a deal with them, so that's not going to be an option. So – you know, as much as things stay the same, they certainly don't. They change. And there's a lot more moves on the way. Going to come back, actually, talk about Kawhi. He got his ring. He went back to Toronto. They beat Toronto. I'm talking about the Clippers. And, yes, Drake, we brought up in the first segment. Of course he was there. Somebody's got to troll him with Pusha T. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Right back on the SportsZilla Show. It's the SportsZilla Show on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Here's Rain and Scoop. On Saturday, it's the Burdick Ford and Burdick Toyota basketball pregame. Of course, SU versus Georgetown at noon. Seth Goldberg and Danny Shays on prior to the game all season long. And Saturday as well, breaking things down for you. Still can't. Garrett Cole looks so weird without a beard. I, I didn't even know that was him. Yeah. Like, let's hold that up for the Twitch viewers. Yeah. I didn't even know that was him when you printed that out. Yeah, that's him. They just threw on the Yankees hat, and they photoshopped in the hat and the uniform, and obviously found a picture of him before he had grown the beard. I would never in a million years have known that was him. I'm, I'm changing slowly because I'm all about the Yankees and the tradition, and, and I drink the Kool-Aid, but I'm starting to think, yeah, maybe it's a little ridiculous if they want to have a, a little beard, have a beard. Not a big deal. People are doing. If you want rings, Kawhi's got rings. What if he gets a ring with the Clippers? I think he could. He could. Definitely could. It's a good team. They're managing his load. He's got Pat Beverly. Got a good coach. He went back and he got his ring in Toronto. Unfortunately, Drake was there and we had to deal with him being part of the narrative, which drives me crazy. He also said, Kawhi Leonard said that he's got a FU symbol, a logo in there in his ring. That's what he said. That's a quote. Drake said that? No, Kawhi said Kawhi that. Kawhi said that. About his ring. That's what he had. He got a standing ovation. They were chatting MVP at him. They gave him a lot of love. Got a little bit emotional if Kawhi gets emotional. I mean, that's what the reports are. You might have seen some well, of it. They presented him with the ring, and, you know, he got a little choked up. But they had a beautiful two-minute video montage uh, salute that they did for him. I mean, come on. They, they won a championship. That's something for the ages. It absolutely is. What do you think his reaction was? <laughs> Did you see the guy who had the sign in the in the crowd? It was uh, quality over quantity. Yes. Oh, come on. That's a brilliant little pun. Guy That's probably good. thought about that a really long time, then made the sign that took a really long time. Speaking of uh, 
people being in the stands. Um, and during the Orlando Magic uh, L.A. Laker game, the Orlando Magic had some fun in the stadium. They showed guys with Lakers jerseys, and they put little titles under them saying bandwagon fan. Been to zero Laker games, zero times uh, visited California. So they were ripping on these Lakers fans that's who great. visited the game. That's fun. I think that's funny, too. Kawhi did go out and, um, well, the Clippers went out after giving him his ring and giving him all that love, and they beat the Raptors by, what, 20, 20 points? Are you shocked by that? I'm not. No. 92 to 112. Thanks for the ring. Had a good time here for a year. Now I'm going to beat your... You See know ya. What? Now I'm going to whoop you. So if Kawhi does win with the Clippers, he's won everywhere he's gone. Yeah, literally, yeah. It would be an amazing thing. I if mean, there's another team in Los Angeles that has something to say about that. He'd also have three, uh, or have a ring with three different franchises. LeBron is ridiculous right now with AD. Oh, Anthony Davis. is I mean. He's just a monster. What What doesn't he do well? He's even a good free throw shooter. Big guy like that. He could shoot the three. 21 and three. He can handle. He can block shots. He can rebound. Your Celtics look good. They have been. Uh, Gordon Hayward went out with a broken nose last night, though. Man, he has the worst. Maybe it's just terrible. Luck. It is. What is good? Every, oh my God. Every year. I didn't even know it. That's like his third relatively serious injury. Yeah. He had a horrific injury, but two serious injuries now. Holy cow. Well, this Marcus Morris is making himself tradable at the trade deadline by being one of the few pros and competent Knicks. They actually somehow beat the Warriors, who are actually Terrible. the worst team in the league. And the Knicks now, because of that win, are the second worst team based on record in the entire league. You still won't win the lottery. No. Yeah, they'll screw that up. The Knicks well, will yeah. screw that up and not get the number one pick. Somehow, some way. Or if they get the pick, they'll screw it up anyway. Yeah, they'll make the wrong pick. It'll be, ugh, they just won't get the right guy. That's the Knicks. That's what they do. They'll never do anything right as long as James Dolan owns the team. Nothing like getting me fired up with the last, what, 10 seconds left in the SportsZilla show. So how about those Knicks, huh? Yeah, right. Oh, All right, Axe, I'm not going to do it to you. I'm not going to chop your time. You're on the block next on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. We'll see you tomorrow at 3.